2: and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
5: Plan savings with
1: three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Yeah, baby, here we go. It is our number one of the G Bag Nation 105.3 The Fan live at an electrified surprise stadium here in Arizona, site of some Cactus League action and a possible World Series preview. As the man at the gate told me as we were checking in today, wait till you see how many Japanese reporters are down there. I said, all righty, you know, look forward to seeing all the fans, all the media members, and they are collectively here. It is uh, one of the most packed stadiums. A sold out crowd approaching 7,000 fans is going to take this thing in. And uh, here in about 10, 15 minutes, we will see a top of the order Simeon Carter and Wyatt Langford taking on Yamamoto. I'm feeling like some real uh, baseball energy here in this building this afternoon. And welcome into the show. How the hell are you guys doing? Could not be better, Dawson. This is fantastic. A beautiful day, a
0: packed house. The Yamamoto love is real. Shohei Otani walking uh, onto the diamond a few minutes ago uh, drew quite the applause, and everybody's fired up. Not in the lineup today, unfortunately, but he is in the building, and just his presence, you can feel that aura. So this is a good time, man, and and I've already, you know, I I got to do something that made me feel a a little bit edgy. What well, happened? Sneaking in the old uh, contraband for my for my teammate Brian Braddis. Oh no! Who's looking to get uh, oh. looking to get Mardi Gras hammered today? Apparently, yes. maybe take the wireless out and mix it up with the folks in the crowd. Uh, he, he, the, the beer is a little bit expensive out here in, in the ballpark. Okay, and so, I thought you
2: were talking about those Delta Eight products that American Shaman delivered to us last week. <laughs> Different kind of contraband this time Different around. Different
0: kind of contraband this time around. We just went ahead and uh, we got our guy a, a bottle of Tito's. So okay. Broadus is doing the Tito's vodka with the Sprites today. Bringing the Texas spirits. I think we're I think we're in for quite the
1: fun. Could use some ice right now. I'm having that uh, taken care of here in a moment. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, we're off and uh, flying. Great to be with you guys today. Beautiful day for day baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know my love for day baseball. So
0: And day drinking. Yeah,
1: and, uh, boy, a lot of Dodger fans here, but a lot of Ranger fans. I was yep. uh, ran into some Tolos uh, in the concourse there that were like, Broadus, Cowboys, how are they going to do? And I'm like, no, I'm here for the Rangers. You talk about the Rangers. But, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it should be a really, really nice day of baseball and a really good day of broadcast.
2: The presumed National League champions, they spent so much dang money, uh, more money than any team in the history of the sport. They deferred a ton of it so they could, you know, get the Otani deal in there. That was a blessing from the baseball gods for them. And now they have assembled this team that everybody is thinking – uh you know is the prohibitive favorite to go ahead and win the world series but here we have the champs that are not only good right now but they have three good starting pitchers coming back mid-season and we're not done here with jordan montgomery the longer we go the more info comes out that it looks like he wants to come back to the rangers and the market might be dictating exactly that apparently the rangers are the only team he's willing to do a short-term deal with yeah eric you described it as a pillow deal
1: what, what, uh,
0: yeah, that, this is a, a new phrase that I've learned over the last two weeks or so that uh, some people in the baseball world, I guess I, I guess it's been a thing forever, but the pillow deal, it's like a one-year deal or a very short-term deal, if you will. So I guess, yeah, Monty, he's not trying to do that. He wants to get, his, this is his final opportunity probably in his mind to secure the long-term five-year bag of 100-plus million, but if that's not going to be on the table from anybody, then he's most willing to take that short-term deal uh, to remain with the rangers so i think that gives the rangers the best
2: opportunity to uh to get his services once again that would be exceptional if if the market comes back to you uh, i think it could happen where maybe he wants to bet on himself and prove that like no that that wasn't just a hot run i figured stuff out here in year five year six of my career and i'm about to light this thing on fire and you guys will be you know begging for me to do five years in 100 next year you know that that'll be the floor of what i'm looking for salute to the great eric Nadell. another scholarship named in his honor this one at the university of texas at arlington to be awarded annually to a student studying sports broadcasting he said he's very happy about it when he was reached for comment and said he never got the chance to uh, take broadcasting classes so he looks forward How about to that helping uh provide future students with that opportunity to have a a, a more formal education how about how about the two world champion broadcasters
1: right next to us though look at that how
2: about that got the hall of famer in the house to call it yep uh and we'll have at least one maybe both of those fine gentlemen on after they call this game and get their thoughts on it
0: yes yes we have to i think that would be fantastic uh and now we got our boys in blue out there on the field looking good and we get the first the first glimpses of jonah heim in spring training He's that's uh, special. He they only eas- caught like 50 straight games to end the year last year, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. He, he's an Iron Man, <laughs> yeah. much like uh, you know Marcus Simeon is. But I, I know guys like Adolis Garcia and, and Jonah Heim, they're kind of slow playing in this spring training. Uh,
2: but here we go, getting to watch Jonah Heim. That's exciting. And uh, we'll have updates throughout the day. I think, obviously, the uh, main attraction, the thing I'm most excited to see here is, you know, a uh, Lankford Carter uh, Simeon getting a chance to go against Yamamoto that's like a made for sports center moment even though we're in here in spring training it's got kind of got like opening day vibes it has exciting vibes and there's a, a hot shot down the left field line going to get in for a double as the Dodgers have ducks on the pond here early and surprise Arizona Chief yeah follow. Chris
1: Taylor took an inside pitch there and kind of drove it past the uh, inside the line on third base so progressive uh, uh, swing right there uh, to to get the Dodgers that uh, that lead off double.
0: Look at a guy Wyatt Langford out there, man, in the outfield. I like the way you can he moved. You can
1: see the size from here, can't you?
0: You can you can see the size, uh, and and you can you can even feel it to some extent. The way he just ripped that ball over there to second base was actually yeah. pretty impressive.
2: On the move, he's definitely built like a running back. That's he uh, is. He absolutely is. And
1: yeah. we're, by the way, at Krusty's Corner at 2:40 today, uh, we're going to talk about some of these college running backs that we need to
2: know about. Another play for Langford here as he's coming into shallow left field along the line to make a play. Made it look easy. Instincts look pretty good there. I don't know what the critics are talking about, Chief. Looking like a natural
0: out there. And how about this? So you have you have Langford in left field, you have Evan Carter in right field, uh, taking the place of Adolis Garcia. So just interesting to see how they how they, you know, deploy these guys as you try and figure out the role for a guy like Langford. When Adolis Garcia not in the lineup at the moment, you have Carter in right field, and you have Langford at left, and then we got our guy Leote, who's probably going to climb the wall at some point today, rob a couple of homers there in center field. So, how about Leote too? Seen him in the uh, in the clubhouse, bigger than you would expect. You know, he's known for the speed and all
2: that kind of stuff. When you get up closer to him, my gosh, Leote a bigger dude. Yeah, you know there is power in there. When he gets things lined up, he can really put a charge into into that ball. Let's just go ahead and stay with this action. It's just—it's pretty cool to be here in in surprise with you know, a, a sellout crowd n- nearly taking this thing in. All the reporters are here. The national reporters are here because they want to see our Texas Rangers in this uh, possible World Series preview. Uh, seeing Bradford pretty good out there. I think if I'm Bradford right now, I'm like, man, I need to start getting some swings and misses here, make a pretty good impression on this uh uh, coaching staff if I'm going to nail down this fifth spot.
1: You know, I kind of felt like, and I don't know if you guys did as well with Bradford last year, whatever they asked him to do, whatever role he had to go with, with it, whether he was spot starter early in the season, reliever, what long guy, you know, close, whatever he had to do, it seemed like he took the ball and relished that opportunity. And I, I, was, I was super impressed by just a kind of a quiet demeanor in the way he goes about his job.
2: He's worked Muncie here into a 2-2 count, and he fouls that one back. Uh,
1: You've always wanted to be a play-by-play baseball guy. Or did you no, want to do basketball? never have. Yeah, bas- basketball? Much more basketball.
2: Basketball? Yeah. And you know what? I think if I uh, had really gone for it, I would have had my opportunity because the, the, the guy that got it, I was way better than him. Um, you know, but he was just around at the right time. Yeah. Per, per, right, right time, right place. Those kind of situations happen. Another Ooh. one comes back. We nearly got an opportunity to make a play on yeah. that one, boys. <laughs> I didn't flinch. That goes to show you
1: where my emotions are right now or my
2: level Or of, maybe your uh, BAC level. Yeah, is. We're,
1: it's going to get there. But Okay, let's
2: talk about this bet payoff. Yeah. Okay, as Brian brought us has, you know, since – Maybe week 15 of the NFL season, Otis a bet Payoff. We've wanted Marty Gras brought us, and we've gotten glimpses throughout the first two yeah. shows, but today I, I feel like we're going to get the full scope and breadth of this deal.
1: Yeah, you know what? Uh, the last couple of days, Eric, I appreciate you hanging with me and having some cold beers for day baseball, you know, and I've really uh, enjoyed those times. But, yeah, I just made a determination that maybe the uh, liquor is going to be a little quicker today. So uh, we'll uh, – we'll, we'll, uh, We'll partake and uh, see if we could get through this five hour broadcast today.
0: Oh, man. I think uh, I think Bradford just tagged old Muncie yeah, on the, he did. On he the right it. butt cheek.
1: Well, I think he hit him in the hand. I, I think he hit, him, yeah. he hit him up in the hand. Was it area. a hand? I thought it was a hand. Hand, wrist area, yeah. I think he.
2: Up and in, full count. Yeah. That's, uh, Ball
1: got away from him a little bit there. Okay, yeah. exciting, Kinda too. Kind of like
2: the day for me. It's going to get away from me probably, too. Yeah, I would think by the 4 o'clock hour at the latest. Yeah.
0: This is how you know this is a big day because we have the Bloom and Onion mascot back roaming around. Uh, didn't do. Good, I eh? Didn't do the, the first pitch today, uh, but it looks like we have the Bloom and Onion floating around. Maybe brought us really? uh, when he's hammered. Uh, can take the wireless and go interview you know, the, the Bloom and Onion. What How I've, do you get a gig like that? I mean, I've what do learned, you got to do to climb up the ranks enough I will say to be able so. to be the the Bloom and Onion mascot yeah. at the you know at a World Series preview here in Surprise? It's you know premium what spot?
1: I've kind of figured out though that mascots they get into character and they don't talk. Oh, yeah. They don't talk. They, you know, you can't get them to say anything to you because they're in character. Yeah. They're kind of like, oh, no, I'm not supposed to say anything. I'm the they can't do a perfect onion. voice for it. I'm, I'm supposed yeah. to be the onion. You it would know, just and sound weird. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to hold the mic, and he's going to give me that wave off with the hands. I guarantee you You think that. so? Yeah. Okay. I, I have a history of talking to mascots.
2: Yeah, you need And they camera. don't want to talk to you while they're in character. They're basically mimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way, they, that's they, the way you look at that. Yeah, they don't want people
1: walking up and asking them question about dipping sauce or anything like that.
2: We got uh yeah, don't you know what I mean? <laughs> we got uh, one out now and and two on here at Surprise Stadium. Is uh, Bradford now is uh, working to Austin Barnes, uh, G Back Nation. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for making us part of it. We do have this uh, bet payoff that will con- continue and roll out throughout the afternoon. The KMC Masterpiece is here in their entirety. I believe Corey Majors is going to sit down with us and have a nice little conversation. Yeah, all these guys are. Cool. We're chomping at the bit, man. Baseball show of records. Ready to
0: talk some Rangers baseball. Speaking
1: of quality broadcasters, Mike Bassick. In the box. And he's going to be doing Ranger broadcast today, not today, but during the season, that television side of things. So, you know, congratulations to Mike for getting that opportunity.
2: Uh, There is a potential double double play play. ball. And they got him. They're out of the inning. And and here we go at the – in between uh, inning, half innings here, we're going to get this uh, big showdown with Simeon and and uh, and, and Carter and, and Lankford here in just a second, boys. Look at this, man! Uh, Foskew, maybe he can play some defense. I oh my so. gosh, I thought all he could do was
0: hit, but yeah. there he goes, starting the double play turn with Ezekiel Duran and Nathaniel
2: Lowe. That's how you get out of an inning. Corey Bradford, are we going to get? Are Bradford. we going to get Rob Bradford of uh, Odyssey's Baseball Isn't Boring podcast? Yes, we are. Is that coming up at two twenty? We're going inside baseball oh, coming up now right on okay so that sounds good let me just do a quick snapshot in between innings here mavericks undone by the half-court heave of max Struess. 121 119. i think for all intents and purposes you gave up 120 points so you want your defense to be better but i consider that kind of a dub ski to go into a road environment a playoff environment, and you were in position to win if Max Struess didn't just do something crazy on you. So I like that as far as for what you can control when it comes to this team being a contender. Agreed. Yeah, I think there's a lot of positive takeaways from that game. It was a heartbreaking
0: ending. It was a heck of a fun game to watch. Luca was in his bag uh, almost like you've never seen before. And, and I mean, that Max Struess, I mean, for a role player, I can't remember the last time a role player got as hot as he got. That was ridiculous.
2: We had unruly fan behavior in Lubbock, speaking of ridiculous bottles, thrown onto the court as the Longhorns were blowing out the Red Raiders and Big 12 hoop. Coach Grant McCaslin had to grab the mic and, and tell the fans to chill out. That they're not from Cleveland? Yeah, right. refs were considering <laughs> taking the Longhorns players off the court at one point. It, it, it got that close, and uh, the, uh, the, the, tech, uh, the, the Longhorns coach thanked and congratulated uh, you know the tech team and coaching staff for their classy response and trying to get that thing cleaned up when they were getting blown out. He said a lot of coaches wouldn't have stopped him. Stars fall to the Avalanche five one. The only bright bright spot Stankhoven scored again, and they will host the Jets tomorrow. It,
1: it just wasn't good from the start, Gavin. They have a, a they have a difficult time dealing with the the Avalanche, and so that's something uh, if you want to get through the West, uh, you're going to have to deal with that. But through three games, the the Stars just have not played very well against them.
2: Simeon. All righty. The the Rangers' half of the first inning is underway with Marcus Simeon, and uh, we'll give you more highlights on that. Did Yamamoto not start? No, he did. He did? That was a 95-mile-an-hour pitch there. Right on. Right on. Well, this is cool. Man, he he really has a a cool delivery. And we're back with the G-Bag of the Day coming up at 2.30 and our interview with the Odyssey Baseball Insider next year. It's the
3: G-Bag Nation and the
2: fam.
3: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. I'm going to need to get an engineer over here. Uh, Ruben, if you can, i got a little echo in my headphones. but We can fight through this. It's no problem at all. Okay, segment of The Fan is brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact the Frankels, 214 or 817-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. We have a special guest sitting down with us live in surprise as we are watching the Rangers and Dodgers battle. They are scoreless now in the top of the second inning as the Rangers went quietly in the first. But uh, joining us now is Rob Bradford from Odyssey's Baseball Isn't Born. Podcast. He joined us during the World Series. It was great, and Rob, it is great to see you again. How you doing, brother?
4: It's so good to see you guys, and also history is being made. I don't think in the history of baseball there's been a pitcher pitching the same last name of somebody in the uh, in the yeah. broadcast booth. <laughs> yes. I, actually, I actually found out last year during Media World Series Media Day that I was related to, to Cody Bradford. Okay. And uh, yeah, so it was it was real time astonishment. Because, you know, we both had a lot of street cred for the Pilgrims, the sure. Governor William Bradford. Yeah. So it's good that the timing works out perfect. And like I said, it's great to see you guys.
2: So were you guys like chatting and being like, hey, who's your grandma? And then Well, it was, like it that was weird
4: because uh, we were talking about, do you get fan mail for Chad Bradford? And the other thing was, hey, like I said, in Thanksgiving, first grader. Governor William Bradford, this is all kinds of street cred. Did you get the same thing? (laughs) And and he said, yeah, yeah, because I am related. I'm like, well, then I guess we're related. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it was great. Right
2: on. So is this like the epicenter of baseball excitement today here uh, (laughs) You know, with with the Rangers and Dodgers, it's very exciting for us. The
4: Dodgers are, yeah. I mean, you have the World Series champs, you have the Dodgers, which everyone thinks are going to be the World Series champs. And I was over at the Dodgers clubhouse yesterday. It's just a wild scene. It just is. You had Otani yesterday, you have Yamamoto today. And it's, I remind, I covered the Red Sox back when Daisuke Matsuzaka came to the Red Sox in 2007. And I don't know if you'll ever see anything like that because there were less Japanese players. It it wasn't quite. Everything was new about it, but it was the same idea where you're building new rooms and press boxes and you're making tents for the overflow. And today they're not allowing the photographers behind home plate for the first time. Like all this stuff because of these players. But, yeah, this is a great game to be at right now. So what do you think of these
2: Dodgers? Should they be the prohibitive favorite that people are talking about them like that?
4: Yeah, I don't think there's any question. But here's the thing that we've seen for the last couple postseasons that because of the way it sets up, because of the potential time off you have, the division winners don't always win. And that must set fear into the hearts of them a little bit. I enjoy the ride while you can. Why not? But still, that when you have the, the Diamondbacks do what they did, the Rangers do what they did, it, it isn't, there is no certainties at all, but I, I'll say this, is that, holy mackerel, how fun it is to be a Dodgers fan. It's yeah. just like with the Rangers fan, you know, with Simeon and Seeger and Evaldi and all those guys, it's fun to get good players. So let's, let's enjoy it. Well, let me ask you this then. Is it good for baseball? Is it good for, is it
1: good for the fan base in other cities <laughs> That the Dodgers and, and, and the Dodgers give them credit. They know how to do they know how to draft, they know how to develop, but they know how to sign players. As a guy who's a historian, covers the game for a living, lifer type guy, what do you think about this? I, I think it's
4: it's two different things. It's number one, it can be good for baseball in the sense of you have those teams, you have the Dodgers, but you also have the examples of the the gritty gutty Cincinnati Reds or the Diamondbacks, whoever recently actually doing well. Yeah. Now the problem is is that is the the Dodgers way of doing things is few and far between when it comes to these front offices. Right. The front offices are looking at it and said, "Oh, I see how the Rays are doing it. I see how the Marlins are doing it. I see how these teams are doing. It. We can do it that way too." And that's the dangerous part. And that's the, uh, obviously the unappetizing part about we're sitting here with all these free agents sitting there because I think that a lot of these teams are saying, well, if we get the guy with a good spin rate with a 5 ERA, we'll be able to change him. And we won't have to allocate the four-year contract. That's the dangerous part about this. It's Rob Bradford of Odyssey's Baseball Isn't Boring uh,
2: podcast. So what do you think of these Rangers? Are we in that group of teams now that's spending big
4: and making the right decisions? Yeah, well, I think that the the thing is with the Rangers is that we can hang our hat on, if we want good players, if we want the teams to allocate money and do what fans want you to do, which is go all in with the shock and awe offseason, the Rangers were a perfect example of that because what happened with them were the key players, the guys that they spent money on were the guys who allowed the younger players to come up. So that was – that is – I think that you can't ignore that. You can't ignore getting Corey Seager and paying the money for those guys. So, yeah, so I, I like what the Rangers are doing. I think that everyone's sort of fascinated about the Jordan Montgomery thing right, right now. Um,
1: okay. Yeah. Now
4: you're a Boston guy. Yeah. You're, you cover the
1: Red Sox. Where yeah. the Red Sox sit, you feel like, on the Montgomery thing?
4: I think they're waiting for to see how far his price is going to come down. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, I talked to somebody about a month ago asking about the Rangers, and they said, we haven't talked to them about Montgomery in weeks, yeah. And because yeah. Boris was asking for number one starter type of money, and he's not a number one starter, so I think that everyone views it that way, including the Red Sox. But you know how long they're willing to wait? I don't know. All it takes is one team. I mean, let's ask Scott Boris. All it takes is one team, and things can change. It's just is what that one team is going to be.
0: Rob, one of the things I've noticed being out here, and you're, you're a baseball traditionalist like me, uh, you're a historian, and it seems like these guys, you know, they, I don't know if I've they never re- felt better
4: about my, his, uh, my history of baseball than being here right now. I just don't right. know if these
0: guys wanted as bad as they used to, man. It seems like they used to be, by any means necessary, Jorge Posada, you know, strengthening his hands via urine, you know, his own urine, perhaps <laughs> at times his teammates urine, that's the type of bonds they shared. I go in the clubhouse, none of these guys are none of these guys are going the extra mile that way.
4: There, There is definitely a, a, a lack of, of urine uh, hand wringing, this is a question about. It? Yeah, yeah. You seem as it's disappointed it. about his idea. I I do. I mean, it, but I see what you're saying. It, it's Rob, it, don't let him do that to you. Where's you're the desire? No, no, You are a professional. I, don't, I listen. I don't. I don't have. You I don't, are a big-time I, I
1: baseball guy. Don't let him do he's that. He's not. To you. He's
4: not wrong. This is a thing <laughs> for. Bl- this is a thing for blisters, right? You. Yeah. you, you, you this is if. Oh, we, you just you walked. Right I, well, into hey, it. hey, we're gonna have
0: a guy earlier on in the season who's gonna go on the 15-day DL because he's got a little blisty blist, exactly. and it's because he and, wasn't willing to go the extra and, mile, and, and, and his teammates probably and, weren't willing to help and, him out either. Exactly, that's disappointing.
4: Exactly, and they told him to do something that didn't work. Much like you know, <laughs> here use these 50 machines that don't work. So it's, <laughs> yeah, I I think I think that the, the the dangerous thing is, yeah, they want it, but there's so much information they don't know how to the they don't know how to use the information. Like that's very simple, you know. Put put the stuff in the cup and put your hand in the in the cup. That, <laughs> yeah. That's it, right? I mean yeah. that's it. That it's now it's all right, well what should you do? These are all the this is all in the information, what information should we take? And I've heard all kinds of things. I heard the Dodgers just bombard you with information. Yeah. I've heard other teams just say, Here it is, if you want to come get it, that's fine. But yeah, it's it's just it, it you're right. I mean it is not like it's it used to be, certainly. The, the final question I have for you, the Rangers have some pitchers coming back. From the Tommy
1: John and stuff like that, how do you evaluate a team that's got players that are coming back?
4: Big time piece. You don't count on them. You yeah, know, I don't think you count on them. I think it's it's anything you get is gravy to a certain degree. Now, I, like in other words, if you have Degrom or someone like that, fine. But you better have the Evaldi going well. Yeah. You just can't count on on guys because they'll come back and they'll be okay. But to think that they're going to be locked solid, no doubt about it you just can't do that and it comes back to two it comes back to paying money for guys it comes back to getting the guy some sort of certainty and the dodgers i don't know if you know this 700 million dollars is a lot of certainty and and if you could if you can get that guy you know what he's going to do He just showed it yesterday baseball isn't boring with rob bradford as Jonah Himes
2: sends a charge into uh, left center, it's going to be corralled there short of the warning track. Thank you so much for your time, sir. Oh, yeah, man. Enjoy it's, spring yeah, training.
4: And, and let me tell you, let me give you a story for when uh – my co-author Joe Kelly comes in. He had Yamamoto and Otani okay. over the house the other day. Yeah. And I don't know, like, anything about whiskey, yeah. but their gift was, like, a, a Japanese whis- whiskey. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, like, it's, it's Kind of guys you need to roll with. This, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> talking about his wife gets a Porsche from Otani, and he gets Japanese whiskey from Yamamoto. Wow. So yeah. there you go. You're living right. Classy guys. Yeah. yeah.
2: Thank you, Rob. Live All it right. up yourself. All right. Thanks, and, guys. Uh, see you. Ch- ch- check out his podcast on Odyssey the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast with Rob Bradford. It is time now to go back into that pimp cup as we do every day at 2.30. It's the G-Bag of the Day with Lucius. Buddy, thank you, sir. Man, yeah. y'all
5: should have kept that one going, bro. It was fun. Yeah, y'all was rolling, man. Uh, he just thought he, yeah, like he does. Yeah, like he wanted to keep talking. He, <laughs> he did. did. Yeah, <laughs> keep talking. Uh, all right, man, we're going to wrap it up here. Wait, let me tell you one time about this story in baseball land.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, pay man. attention, Lucius. You really pay attention.
5: Uh, I'm watching you, brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I, 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 trust me, man. I'm a, I got a brisket sando when I get back for you.
5: For all right, you hey, today. it's all good, man, but, you know, those are club drinks right there. Game day, yeah. <laughs> he Game might get turned day. up. We in, we, we, we in here, we live. We in here, we live. We in here, we live. We lit. we? Speaking of those guys, those are our I winners. I love those dudes. Yeah. Of uh, what just happened? Where's the body? Uh They got an out. Nice out. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Too many Dodger fans here today for my liking.
5: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's go to swag basketball right here. Mississippi Valley, they finally won a basketball game, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father. They are now one in 27. One in 27. They stormed the court. They're our g back of the Day winners so far. The yeah. <laughs> Panthers were fall to 10 senior night and 16, 5 and 10 the swag. The missing Fanadel Dell will improve some 1 and 27. What a senior night. 1 and 14 the swag. Let's go. Let's Win. go! Win. go! Win no, no one other than Ray Brown. Ray Brown. Brown. White, thank you, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, my guys. Alright, let's see what we got here for you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
1: pressure on you, Dave Lucius.
5: Mm, I'm all right. Uh, Dawson, can you give me well, a I description mean, of the guy that told you there'll be a whole lot of Japanese media out here? So watch out. Man,
2: pretty old school. I thought so. uh, Maricopa say, County, definitely born before 1950. I thought so, bro. <laughs> yeah. The whole time yeah. I was thinking, I wonder how old that guy
5: is. He's, he's looking through I your mean, bag
1: and telling you a lot about life.
2: <laughs> he he was telling me like I was condemned. Like, oh, man, you got to sit by a bunch of Japanese people today. You got to watch out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
5: okay,
1: dude. Dawson's telling me how he's using
5: chopsticks <laughs> to his <laughs> advantage. I knew it, bro. I knew it. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Gosh, yeah, dog All right. it. All right. Uh, <laughs> last night, Mavericks lost the game. Oh. Lost to the Cavs. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaker. Last second. But we do like Spanish calls and things, right? Yep. Yes. I'm about the home Spanish call of the Cavs. Exciting win for them, so you know they'll be excited in the booth. ¡Sí! ¡Sí! ¡My Max Struz.
0: Hey Max Struz. Gosh, I can't believe he hit that shot. That was killer. ridiculous. Yeah,
5: that was a fluky shot, right? It was. It was fluky. The,
0: every shot he made last night felt few, fluky. Yeah. Even Donovan Mitchell. It was just they were in the zone. Yeah, everything
5: was falling early. It was falling early. Oh, uh, Let's see. How about this one? Against my better judgment. I've got this from a lot of Tolos, and Jesse Holly sent me this one. A whole lot of people sent me this one. Love me some Jesse Holly. Again, against my better judgment. Let's go to the Kelsey Bros podcast. Uh the Chiefs, Chris Jones. He had a 40 yard dash that sticks in people's memory. Yes, i He did, yes. That. Absolutely Lucius, I yes. had no idea about oh, this 40 no, yard dash.
1: Flying. That's let's be further no. Oh, he was
5: flying? Oh gosh,
1: yes, he was flying. That's all
5: that yeah, sticks was, out was, about it? Yeah. Was, yeah, no, no, it flopping was flopping around. Okay, see. And I, see I knew the
0: guy that came out of his shorts? See, I knew it. He thought the whole thing was D's out for
5: Harambe, not
0: yeah. uh, not T's out. See? He was
1: flying at the time.
5: Yeah, literally. See, I knew it. See, I had no idea about this, but I knew this audience would strike a chord. <laughs> 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 I knew it would strike a chord right <laughs> it's here. It's my favorite combine
0: memory of all time, <laughs> Lucius. What do you mean? Yeah, uh, he's going to.
5: He's on the podcast talking about it. Let's talk about it, big guy. How'd that 40-yard dash go for you? I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I was so big on being different from everyone. Everybody was wearing the long tights. I was like, you know what? I am not going out there and copying everybody. I'm going to wear the short tights. I didn't realize they was boxing, bro. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, it made you faster, man. So fast, you tripped over your feet. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Tripped over that third leg. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> Tripped over and just jumped out, man. That <laughs> is so f- funny, man. It was there, man. I believe you said it right there in quotes, like my f- fell out, bro. Is exactly what I said. I didn't even believe it. I was running. I'm looking at the forty, and all of a sudden I feel it. I feel it touch my leg, and I'm like, oh! F-. I'm trying to, try to die. You know what I mean? Because I know
2: little oh, kids man. watching. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, they sure were. Jeez. Guy got out there in some boxer briefs thinking they were tights to run his 40 at the combine. You got
0: to you know your build better than that, man.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: The tripod cast is uh, his next venture. Jeez.
1: <laughs> it's not me, Lucius. It's him.
5: Nah, I mean, I, I know what it is, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I get you it. know exactly yeah.
1: what you're up against today. Yeah, I get it. You came into work knowing exactly what you are up against today.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Throw a butt and a D in there. You got a joke. <laughs> somehow somehow some, it could be about jello and somehow somehow <laughs> this man's got genius uh pause to that last situation all right
2: that's it for me let's let's wrap this there he up. goes <laughs> lucius alexander with the champ and two challengers you do have our champion currently on a one game winning streak and a one-time g-bag of the day streak they're in pursuit of five g-bag nation immortality in a spot in the g-bag of the year or is it the spanish homer call of the cavalier shot from max struz chris uh, jones it, flying
5: with a helicopter is what somebody said on the fan text. wow <laughs> need you take your phone away you need at&t uh, sir uh, he definitely got some air or is it uh, chris jones
2: <laughs> 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 man i'll probably go with chris jones uh, kelsey brothers what are you doing over there uh, 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 lucius uh, chief uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the champs We're tied to one, Lucius. Yeah, I'm definitely going with the champs.
5: It's the dangling crew. Come on, fam. (laughs) (laughs) Told you this audience, bro, they love a good D joke. The champs. (laughs) The
2: champs. Champs by a score of three to one. Still your G-bag of the day champions. It's our guys in the swack. Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Brian, where are you taking us? Yeah,
1: let me take you through some college running backs you need to know about. I got three or four of them that you, I think you're going to like. We'll do that next.
2: Thank you, Lucius. Rangers and Dodgers scoreless bottom of the third inning here in surprise. Marcus Simeon on the hill facing a Dodgers pitcher not named Yamamoto, who was brilliant in two innings of work. The uh, 2-2 pitch to Simeon takes ball three. Here's Brian Broaddus across his corner.
1: I'll tell you what, Derek Dawson, I appreciate you a little play-by-play action there.
2: Just wanted to give you a taste of spring training.
1: You did. You gave us a, a nice taste of spring training. And by the way, uh, thanks to my teammates out here for uh, putting up with me, and thanks especially to Lucius for really putting up with me today. He knows what he's up against, but uh, he is uh, up for the job. But uh, yeah, I'm, I talked about um, these running backs, and we've we've all kind of. Do we feel like, though, it's the veteran running back? I know we set a cap at $3 million for a veteran back. I think we found
2: out yesterday I'm willing to go to six if I'm pressed on it. Okay. I'm starting Chief, at three. I'm making a six. Chief,
1: you're like, I, uh, no, draft me one. Just draft me
5: one, right? Draft
0: me one. If you want to get me a veteran guy to have an adult in the room, maybe it's Tony Pollard. Maybe it's Devin Singletary. He's a million bucks a year. Cool, totally down yeah. with that. But otherwise, let's go find some fresh legs in the draft. Okay. and uh, those will be cheap legs as well.
1: Yeah. Well, let me give you. I'll give you a few guys that I, I took a I took a look at last night. And Chief, I, I know you especially wanted me to take a, a peek at Jalen Wright. Yes, because a nice, uh, nice job of uh, Marcus Simeon once again working a walk.
2: Evan Carter up with two out, two on.
1: Yeah, let's go. And uh, so, yeah, Jalen Wright from Tennessee, and I'll start with Jalen Wright. And I, will tell you what, Chief, I really didn't know what to expect. Okay, I you know when you, you, is it whispers you're hearing, or is it what, or is it just mock drafts? What was what were things that you were talking about? Why did you have me do Jalen Wright?
0: Okay, so the Wooly Bully put him on my radar. Um, Walchuk's seen him and likes what he's seen. Zach's got a good eye. Zach's got a great eye. Uh, And then I saw on the Bruce Feldman pre-combine freaks list, he says, hey, this dude's 20 years old. He ran for 1,000 yards last year. They're predicting that he's going to be a top two or three fastest player at any position at the combine. I like this. He's uh, he's got a lot of juice, 23.6 MPHs at practice. His vertical jump's ridiculous. His broad jump, he ran a hand-time 4.28 in the 40 in high
1: school. So just the athleticism jumps off the screen. Screen. I'll tell you what the film shows the same thing. This gentleman is at uh, Tennessee. He's five eleven. He's two hundred and ten pounds, is what uh, is what his measurables are. Good size for a speedster. Man, I'll tell you what, you're absolutely Yamamoto right. Yamamoto
2: and Otani getting a massive round of applause from the fans as they head back into the clubhouse.
1: And I uh, will tell you what, though, that's uh, nice to be in the same ballpark with those cats. But uh,
0: Langford's on deck.
1: Yeah, this uh, this guy. When we talk about Jalen Wright. This guy's got the ability to score from anywhere on the field. Ooh, home he run really hitter. does. He's a home run hitter. He's, a, he's got big-time ability to finish runs when the ball is in his hands. He can make the first guy miss. The acceleration there is rare. The patience, uh, he will allow blockers to kind of set things up, and then he will kind of find a way to explode through and uh, to and through the hole there. I've seen him kind of weave through tacklers. I thought he was a maybe a little bit straight line, but he's not. He's got that ability. He's got a little wiggle to him. Uh, but you got to get bodies to him quickly in order to slow him down. Because when he puts his head down, he can plow forward. He can make things happen. When he gets clogged up, he can make uh, he can make tough runs. He catches the ball really, really well. You got to get a shot. You know you're not going to get a clean shot on this guy. So I, Jalen Wright, I really do appreciate uh, folks like yourself bringing him up. Wooly Bully, good eye there. Uh, this guy's got that kind of ability where if I had to put him in that thing, I think he's maybe in that second-round mode where I would where I would put him.
2: Speaking okay. of good eyes, Evan Carter now stepping into the batter's box as the Dodgers went to the left-hander out of the pen to okay. take on Evan. So this is a big at-bat here with two out, two on. I would, I would love would that. Third. I good.
1: would love nothing better than Evan Carter to just kind of just dump this thing into, into left field there right along the chalk and have these runners both score. But uh, – it uh, we'll looks see. like
2: Harris towing the rubber now for the Dodgers.
1: Okay, I like that. Harris yeah. toting the rubber. Not a number like 97 like we can see or something like that. Looks right? like he's a 62. Okay, well, he's, he's, he's in the mix then if uh-huh. uh, he's a 62. It's better than being like 79
2: or 83 or something like that.
1: Yeah. Trey Benson from Florida State, six-one-two. 92.
2: Oh, now it is 92. It's bad. Oh,
1: okay. This, yeah. well, then maybe Evan Carter will just smash one into the gap here. Hey,
0: 92, shout out to Dorrance
1: Armstrong. <laughs> that would be good. Uh Trey Benson, Florida State, 6'1, 215 pounds. Uh when I watch Troy Benson play, he is one of my if Jonathan Brooks from Texas, who I'm gonna talk Ooh. about a little bit next.
2: That down swing and that looked bad, Brian. Back to you. Oh jeez.
1: Trey Benson, uh but if Jonathan Brooks wasn't uh it wasn't injured, I think I would have Jonathan Brooks above Trey Benson here. I they, when I mentioned Benson, we talked about him a little bit yesterday. He, can, he tends to scoot along the grass. There's not much high knee action as a runner here, but he creates a lot of big plays with the ball in his hands as well. He can make defenders miss in the open field. I mis- mentioned the patience as a runner. Uh, the blocks will develop, and he's like, you know, like just what we've talked about with our Tennessee guy. He can explode through the hole. He does a great job with the vision. He knows how to stretch the run out and then cut back into that crease. And so he's got the vertical, uh, those vertical cuts to clear problems. Once in the clear, he does a great job of finishing. Uh, I, I think to me that, you know, when you look at this guy, too, when you start to talk about the finish, the power to break through arm tacklers, to bounce off defenders, he catches the ball very, very well. He's very natural in the way he receives the football. So him, uh, I'm going to mention him. I'm going to mention him and Jonathan Brooks is what I'm going to do. I think that Jonathan Brooks from Texas is a three-down back. At six foot, two hundred and ten pounds. Gosh, I wish he didn't have the knee injury that he was coming off of. But this guy is the type of guy that you really, really want on your on your team. He runs well. He catches well. He plays with vision. Uh, you know, he's got that that ability to make cuts. I've seen him make several of those jump cuts. And you know, when you watch a player play, say he's behind the line of scrimmage, all of a sudden everything's clogged up to the left side. He jumped up and then plants, and then now he's to the right side. He plays with burst. He's got acceleration. He's got speed to make big runs. Uh, you know, he's, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, he, he can damage. He can cause a lot of damage, not only running the ball, but with the way he catches the football. Uh, he will make his uh, share of plays, catching the ball in the flat, does a really nice job of tracking it. He's a soft handed player, he catches it easily. He's going to get upfield. Uh, you know, like I said, and, um, you know, he, he suffered the ACL injury against TCU in November. He missed the remainder of the season. The combine medicals we're in right now are going to be super important for him to kind of see where he's at. And the Cowboys are the ones that perform the surgery, right? Yeah, Dr. Dan Cooper did that, uh, did, did that surgery. So, uh, you know, we need to keep an eye on him. I, I think he's a hell of a player. If he wasn't hurt, he would be my favorite back. Okay, draft. so all, all three of those guys are like I, they're all second round me, grades yes give me give me any one of these guys okay give me any one of these guys the next guy I really like is a guy named Bucky Irving and this is from Dawson's area of the of the country he's from Oregon and uh, he's he, but he's That's five weak. nine
5: That's
1: he's 190 pound Thank you Lucius uh, he's got outstanding vision lateral agility he's a very shifty I say shifty with the ball in his hands. Uh, he can make the first guy miss as well. He's got really good balance. He's got body control. He can be hard to knock off his feet. I've seen him use his, the stiff arm to buy him some space, the patience to wait for blocks. Uh, he lets the, the pullers kind of get in front of him, let them get their blocks, let them engage, and then he tucks right in behind them, and then the next thing you know, uh, he's into the second level and then into the uh, into the secondary. Uh, he is not the tallest guy, and that could hurt him some at the next level. When it comes to uh, the the way that he runs, uh, he'll lower his shoulder, he'll plow ahead. Uh, He's got a little bit of strength to his game. He's got the low center of gravity and some density to his body to help him here. But you do see him bounce off some tacklers. He's uh, he's excellent with the change of direction stuff with the ball in his hands, and he could get out of trouble that way. So here's another back. That I, I kind of like, but again, 5'9", Chief, yep, one hundred and ninety pounds. You know, need to think about the the height uh, as well there, and maybe some of the things going on there. So, those are the guys that I, I really really liked. Uh, if I if I had to rank them, Benson Brooks, then I would look at I would look at uh, my guy from Tennessee there, Wright, mm-hmm. and then I would then talk about uh, Bucky Irving from. Oregon. Okay,
0: what what, what round would you draft Irving?
1: I think Irving's more of a third-round type of a player. I think of of the guys that I did... You know, it, it it'll be. I think that the run on these running backs could very well come in the second round.
0: Yeah, I think first round. In a perfect world, you get your center in the first round. You get yeah. one of these backs in the second round, uh, and as long as you've got linebacker and a run stuff and defensive tackle yeah. in free agency, yeah. I, I think
1: I think we're cooking with gas. You're going to have to get a running back, and if you're not willing to spend the six million dollars that Dawson wants to spend, mm-hmm. or the one million that you want to spend, or the three million I want to spend, there's some quality running backs in this draft. That's encouraging, man. Yeah.
2: Okay, uh, Cowboys' biggest drop-off year-to-year in the NFL PA survey that's been released this afternoon. We'll have details on that coming up a little bit later on. I do believe it is time now for Brian us to do his bet payoff. We've been talking about it. He's going into the stands here in Surprise to interact with fans yeah. and take in the Dodgers-Rangers and his... His BAC is above 0 zero zero. Let's yeah. just leave it at that.
1: Yeah, it, it's 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 getting to a level where I'm I'm pretty comfortable right now and, and the Dodgers go down in order. Yeah. I'm liking seeing that a lot. But yeah, yeah, let's see if we can get this done without Having to get me dumped
2: or kicked out he's having a great time enjoying some uh, cold beer here at the stadium in surprise arizona and uh he's uh he's back uh, along with some nfl news today chief what are we looking at in that department oh my gosh so much news going around the nfl today from the combine
0: we will address a couple of things including a a deadline trade deadline changing of the guard uh coming up next year in the nation